All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and welcome to the Friday edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News, where we're going to wrap up this week with a honest discussion about the state of news media. We've seen the Washington Post correct a dozen or more stories about Russia collusion that they got wrong from the Steele dossier. We have seen questions raised again about the New York Times conduct, whether it's publishing lawyers' memos against one of its adversaries. In the James O'Keefe case, we have seen another national media narrative, the one that President Trump intentionally withheld troops from going to the Capitol on January 6th fall apart from the factual findings of the Defense Department Inspector General. It has been a bad week for news media on many, many, many fronts. We've seen MSNBC kicked out of the Rittenhouse trial. How about that? Because they were following jurors, allegedly, with a producer. The state of journalism is in trouble in some places, and it's not hard to fix. It isn't like it's the end of a crisis, but what better person to come in and talk about it than someone that had to every day deal with the news media as the White House press secretary. And so today we're bringing in Sean Spicer. He's got a new book out on what the Virginia elections mean for America, but more importantly, he also has a decade or more of experience of dealing with the national media, both as the spokesman for the Republican National Committee and as the official press secretary for President Trump, his first press secretary, in fact. And we're going to just tackle what happened in the media. How did we get there? How do we fix it? What are some of the things that still need to be addressed? What are some of the core problems? What are some of the opportunities? I'm encouraged a little bit that the new executive editor of the Washington Post, someone I worked with at the Associated Press for years, has in fact done good work and finally doing what the Post should have done a long time ago, and that is create some corrections, retract and correct incorrect information. Yeah, it's five years too late maybe, but at least it's the right thing to do. Admitting there was wrong reporting is a step in the right direction. And to Sally Busby, bravo. To your predecessor, Sally, Marty Barron, who seemed to be more interested in movies than in fixing bad journalism, 
he let the Washington Post brand down. I think the users and readers of the Washington Post brand down. But we're going to get to Sean Spicer right after this commercial break. Our whole hour is going to be spent just with Sean. We'll come right back after this commercial message. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, Thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, the host of the great Newsmax show, Spicer and Company, the former White House press secretary and the author of a must-read book. This book is spot on, folks. Radical Nation, joining me right now is the one and only Sean Spicer. Sean, welcome to the show. Great to be with you, John, of all days. This is, uh, you are the perfect person to be talking to about what's going on. Well, 
you listen, you sat on that podium and you 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 predicted what was going to happen. I, I think you were the first person that not only experienced, but called out what you know, ultimately became Trump derangement syndrome. People believing stories that had no basis and then carrying them out for a long period of time. When you wrote this book, how much is the media a complicitous co-conspirator in the radicalization of this nation? Well, I mean, there's two chapters in it because um, it, it is a, a massive um, part of it. I mean, they they cover up, they obfuscate, they cheerlead. Um, and, and so you if you know you're going – I mean, think about this for a second. I mean, in a very, like, analogous way. If you think you can commit a crime and there are no police that will arrest you and there's no one to call out your crime – right then there's really nothing to stop you. And I think that's the point that I make in the book in these yep. two chapters is that, that they know that no one's going to call them out. And that's the thing that, um, that I think is fascinating is that they just, they, it's as long as they're in pursuit of a greater good, which is in their minds, the takedown of conservatives and Donald Trump, well then it's okay. Yeah. It, and you're right. There's just been no consequence for bad behavior. I mean, to say that they were wrong about Russia is like an understatement. I mean, there wasn't anything about Russia that wasn't a false illusion. And the news media, as John Durham has done such a great job chronicling, they got taken for a ride on everything. This was a dirty trick, classic oppo uh, research uh, dump. And for two and a half years, they misled the American people. Now, I've seen a little glimmer of hope, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm pretty jaded about my own profession, but I do think that what Sally Busby, the new executive editor of the Washington Post, is doing, something that her predecessor didn't have the courage to do, is these corrections that they're doing to stories. They're, you know, they're five years too late. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pretend they're not that, but at least somebody is starting to do some corrections. I think they're like, 14 or 15 stories I saw this morning that had statements of correction on them, two that had major corrections to them. Do you think some in the leadership of the media, maybe after six years of this zaniness, are waking up to they may have ruined their franchises for good and they got to start to act? Or do you think that Sally's just an aberration and it's a five-minute thing and it goes away at the Washington Post? So two things. One is I think that they, you know, and, and I was listening to, to someone mention this the other day on a, on a call about journalism these days, which is at the end of the day, it's a business. Yep. And they recognize that hating Trump is good for business. So um, so that's number one. Number two is Sally Busby's an old hand. She she may be she may be trying to set the the sort of right the ship, if you will. Right. But at the end of the day, all these junior reporters don't care in their mind. They don't. The example that they've seen is hating on Trump is good. It's acceptable. So they're not going to like look at this and say, oh, gosh, we should learn the Arab ways. They went to a journalism school that told them that journalism was about making the world, quote, a better place. That is literally what, like, most of these journalism schools have in their mission statement. Yep. And so the point that I make in the two chapters in Radical Nation is that you have to understand that, like, it's, a, it's, it's like if you've ever seen the Lego movie, and I have two kids, so I, I went and saw it, and it's like <laughs> they, they have this refrain where they go, everything is awesome, and it's like nothing is wrong, and that's right. basically how the world is under Biden, that nothing is wrong, there's no concerns, there's nothing duplicitous or double standards or hypocrisy, it's all good. And as long as that, and so I, I just... I don't think that people fully appreciate that they live in an alternative universe where Biden does nothing wrong. Yeah. 
That's it. They, and they, I think some of them actually believe it. I mean, I, I've, I've come to the conclusion now that, you know, some people just have a bias of trying to kind I think some of these people, they live in so much of an echo chamber. They're so disconnected from the silent majority in America that, you know, watch your show that elect President Trump that you know, read just the news. They literally don't know anymore how they look to the common sense Americans in middle America. But, but you know what, John? John, you mentioned this just a second ago. Yeah. Or, you know, you alluded to just the news. Think about the growth in your website, yeah. right? The growth in Newsmax. I know what my first week's ratings were, and I know what they are now. Yep. We the last week we were beating some of the shows on CNN. Eighteen months in. Wow. Uh, the bottom line That's is amazing. that I know, and the funny part is there's no way around it. They po- they publish the ratings every day, so you know you can't sort of fake it. Nope. You, you, they are what they are. But the bottom line is, is that the American people are saying, "I don't. I, I'm tired of NBC and, and Washington Post and New York Times." giving us a very slanted view of the world. And I'm going to go to just the news. I'm going to go to Newsmax. Um, and that's, that's the difference. That's where we are right now. Yeah. And it's funny. Our founding fathers sort of had this concept that ills like this might come along in our American society and the free market could be the best way to get, if you don't like it, build something better. And I think yeah. what you've done with Newsmax and the great folks there, what other people are doing around the country, whether it's Real America's Voice, Just the News, there's so many people cropping up and they're like, listen, we're going to go do news the way it used to be done. We're going to give you facts. You make up your mind and people are flocking to that. And I think that that's one of the funny course correction things that gives me hope about the next 10 years after a pretty miserable last 10 years and watching my profession ill perform. You write extensively in the book and, and, and it's so current, it has such a currency to it. It's amazing that the Virginia election is this beginning of a course correction. And you just think about it, it's, it's mind numbing to think that Glenn Youngkin won a state that just four years ago, just one year ago, was a Democrat state by plus 10 and he wins it yeah. as a Republican. What messages do you take from that? The book does such a great job of showing that as the earthquake moment. So I, I think the biggest takeaway that I have for folks is this. Understand that in, in history, any time a party gets shellacked, and that's what they got, not just in, in, um, in Virginia, but throughout the country, right. normally you'd course correct. And you would say, okay, I got to tack back to the middle. The midterms are coming up. We, we can't be as extreme. Au contraire, mon frere. This is not what's <laughs> happening. Biden, and the case that I make in the book is this. Joe Biden understands legacy better than anybody else. Half the reason he chose Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg is clearly not because they were qualified. It was because they, they checked a box. They were the first of something. Yep. And so infinitum, Joe Biden can say, I had the first this, the first that, the first this. And Biden cares about legacy. So here's, I see this, this is the case that I mean. They are going to play this little game of footsie where the progressives are going to argue that they thought that we need to be more progressive. And so they'll argue, let's do all this progressive stuff. The, the House will say, fine, we'll send over a few things to the Senate. The Senate will do nothing on them. They will then ultimately come to this decision that we're going to go to Mansion and Cinema and say, okay, here are the 10, 15 things that we want to do. What will you buy off on? And they'll say, okay, one, two, and three, not four, five, and six, but, you know, eight and nine. And then they will go back to the progressives and say, okay, guys, Joe Biden has 12 months to go. We're going to lose the House. That's a fact. So the question is, do you want to allow us to, to get some things done under Biden or not? Because this is it. This, you, we're not going to get everything we want, but you can be part of getting these five things done on our radical agenda. And that's why I call the book Radical Nation, because it is a radical agenda. But, but mark my words. They don't. They get it. They're losing the house. 
So the question is, how much can they jam through in the time that they have? Yeah, that's it. They sort of know they have an outcome in 2022, and they're just going to push it through as quickly as possible. That's probably why they double down after Virginia. Any other party would have taken the lessons of Virginia and said, we got to pull back. You know, Bill Clinton showed that with triangulation in 1994. You're right. They're going for broke because I think they're counting on being out of power for a long time. And it seems like that's the playbook. And and, and that's exactly. But that's the thing is that if you realize you're not going to be back in power, that you're out, get as much as you can. Take as big a piece of the pie as possible. And that's what they're doing. And the problem I have is a lot of conservatives are like, oh, we're, we want a big night. They're not going to – they're realizing that they bubble. Yes, but at the end of the day, they also realize that their, their day is numbered. So let's get as much done. And that's why the point that I make in the book over and over again is we need to understand what their playbook is because they put these pretty labels on stuff, build back better, voting rights. Right. And you have to be able to fight back with facts and say that's ridiculous. Here's the reality of what they're doing. And, um, and, so, um, and so anyway, I, I think that if, if with the holidays approaching, if people want to be able to argue and win, then read Radical Nation, understand what the crazy uncle and aunt that's coming for Thanksgiving is going to say and be able to deconstruct it. Yeah, no, that's the key. Start at the dinner table and then bring it all the way to the ballot box, right? And- because, John, you know, I, I will tell you this. I, I have not... When, when possible, if there's an argument on facts, on policy, I believe that the conservative side wins every day. I just do. They, whether it's tax policy, pro-life issues, uh, voting rights issues, and yet the left doesn't want to argue facts. They want to argue style. They want to go, but Trump tweeted this, and this person's not that bad, and blah, blah, blah. That's what they want to say. Yeah, it is. They, they've got it. It's, it's amazing. You had a moment and you've been on the podium, so you know what it's like to be at that podium. So you, you have moral authority to call out a successor press secretary. But there was a moment on the on the um, on the podium with Jen Psaki earlier this week where she said, you know, the real problem with inflation is that Republicans are rooting for it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've heard of many famous lines off that podium, but that one is in the top 10 for, oh, my God, I can't believe she just said it. How do you judge the media's performance in challenging the narratives of the Biden administration? I mean, you couldn't say if you said the sky was blue and it was sunny and blue out the entire press conference. We know it's raining outside. I mean, it was a crazy what would happen yeah. to you in those. But it seems as though Jen Psaki gets to say, you know, quite frankly, I think it's beneficial for the American public not to interrupt and just let people hear what she has to say because it's insanity. But how do you judge the relationship, you know, 11 months in between Psaki and the press corps? Well, the relationship between Saki and the press corps is awesome. She says stuff, they write it down, they're all happy. Um, <laughs> I, I, but, 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 I mean, and honestly, that's, it, but that's, that's how pathetic it is. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, she just says, this is what the deal is, and they write it, and they go, okay. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, if you're grading on a curve, they get an F. <laughs> yep. um, it, it is pathetic. I mean, watch these things. And it's like she makes a statement, they write it down, there's no follow-up. There are no misdeeds, no hypocrisy, nothing in the world that Biden lives in. It is pretty amazing to realize how bad this is because they've undermined the profession. I mean, you've been there. You were at the AP, the Washington Post, the Washington Times. But like part of this is to be able to show that you're, you know, you're holding people accountable. And yet not so much. These guys literally stand there and wait till she tells them what to do. Yeah. 
Uh, it's just amazing. They almost look like drones, programmed drones. And, you know, I grew up uh, admiring people like Sam Donaldson that would ask hard questions, no matter who the president was. And, uh, and early on, I think the press corps through the Clinton years and even into the early Bush years were fairly independent. But my God, the last five, 10 years, it is just insane. And I think the press briefings almost become useless because it feels like a bad movie. There's nothing you're ever going to learn from a press briefing that turns out to be honest other than, hey, here's the spin of the day that the left and their friends in the media have gotten. And that is such a horrible thing because a press briefing used to be the place where the American people could get information and hold their leaders to account. Sean, we're going to hold there for just a second, take a quick commercial break. We're going to come right back with more of our exclusive interview here with Sean Spicer. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. Sean, as you step back now, one of the interesting dynamics I'm watching right now, and I think you've commented on, I love, I love your take on it. The American people are not only angry at Joe Biden, who's down in the 30s, but uh, the vice president, Kamala Harris, is in the 20s. I mean, that we haven't had a, yeah. a White House member in the 20s in a very long time. And the spin is, well, this is just racism and sexism in America. But a lot of the attacks are actually coming from Biden's own people. No, 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 not a lot. Almost all. All of them. That's right. I stand corrected. <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, I laughed the other day. They were like, this guy, Sank, whatever his name is, from yep. Young Turks, is like, this is a right-wing media. And I'm like, I'm not the one who, who, you know, is saying that she's a problem in the West Wing. I don't, we don't have access to the West Wing. It's just, I mean, it's unbelievable. Here's the deal, though, John, and I have an entire chapter called Kamala Harris, President-in-Waiting. Biden chose her, as I mentioned ago, because she checked a box. She was yep. the first woman of color, not because she was qualified. Yeah. So what do we expect? Four years in the Senate? She's the most unqualified VP. Think about it. How many years these other people, whether it was Al Gore or uh, Mike Pence sure. or George, George 
H.W. Uh, Bush, the, all of these people who were vice presidents and served their president had experience and they could offer the president insight. That's not the case here. She yeah. doesn't offer him anything. And listen, there were warning signs because in the one job where she ran something back in California, her office was a disaster. And that was in a Democratic state. She was getting criticism in a Democratic state for the way she ran her office. The warning signs were all there. And you're right. It was some ideological checkbox and not a vetting of someone's credentials for the job that I think puts right. Biden in that. But, but we're, we're now we're now seeing it. Yeah. That you should, no one should be surprised. You don't you didn't pick somebody who knew what they were doing. And so I, I don't know how anyone can be shocked that we're looking at this now and saying, oh, boy, I can't believe, you yep. know, that she doesn't know what she's doing. It's because she never knew what she was doing. Yeah. And, you know, and, and but but that doesn't make it that that should be even scarier when we think about the potential consequences of that. Yeah, such an important point. There is a group of the Democratic Party, I think some wise people in the party that now realize that the left wing took Joe Biden hostage and they've driven this car to the hanging of a cliff and it's hanging with two tires over the abyss. They really see inflation as the thing that's going to bite them in 2022. When you step back right now, every election turns on a couple of important questions. What is the question in 2022 that's going to motivate American people to choose their next Congress? Well, I mean, it's, it's as Carville put it back in the day, it's the economy, stupid. And yeah. at the end of the day, if people are going to the store and, and here's the difference, it's the inflation is one factor, right? So you walk into the supermarket store or the hardware store, or whatever. I mean, I got off the phone. We're trying to do some home improvements. And I was asking our contractor today and I'm just like, look, where's I mean, my my wife's trying to figure out where this one piece is. Right. And he keeps saying, he said, Sean, you know this. I can't get it. It's been eight months. I can't get it. I have windows for another project. It's been 11 months. Oh. So if you can get it, it's costing you know a multitude of what it usually costs, right. but you can't get it. So it's a combination of the inflation and the supply and the supply chain issues, because Americans are walking into a store and saying, "I can't get what I used to buy," and for the rare occasion that there's a substitute or something of that nature, it's costing me twice as much. I had a guy on the show the other day who was telling me that when he went into the grocery store, he's not on the higher end of the income scale, and he was saying, "I just can't believe what my grocery bill is. I buy the same thing every week." And yet I feel like my purchasing power keeps going down. And it's like, yes, because it is. Yeah. There is nothing like having a bite taken out of your wallet to feel the impact of Washington. That is the most personal thing, I guess, maybe other than your children in school. I mean, that's the second thing that seemed, and you've done such a good job in the book talking about that. The pandemic had this silver lining for parents, which is they woke up and said, what is going on in my kid's classroom? You've got to be kidding me. Exactly. Are you amazed at how quickly that caught fire? Yes and no. Because I think you're right. What happened was people were sitting at the, I mean, our kids for a while were sitting at the, the island in our kitchen and you're like, you're hearing things. And you're like, you what? And so I think for a lot of parents, we have a great school where our kids are. So I, it's not as prevalent. But I mean, I think for a lot of parents, they're like, excuse me, what, what was that? So I would take it one step further. If you think about the activism, last night I was at the, the Independent Women's Forum Gala yeah. in Washington, D.C. And these women people. were all talking about how they had gotten active because of their kids and that they created these networks and the level of activism with them going out to school boards and then saying, I'm going to run for school board. I'm going to run for the town council. I'm going to run for state rep, whatever it is. There's a level of activism that has been spawned because of this. Uh, that is, in my opinion, one of the best things to come out of the pandemic. Yeah, you know, I can, uh, and you and I are about the same age. I think there have been three moments in my lifetime where I saw a grassroots this 
activated. And and I think one is the 80 election with Reagan, the, the boomerang from the Carter years. People were just so excited to get Carter out. And there was this incredible ground game and excitement. And then the Tea Party movement of 2010, with, you know, 29, 2010, the resisting the Obamacare and the, the rise of big yep. government. And it feels like we're in now the third wave of extraordinary conservative activism in a half century. What do you think happens in the election? What is the, you look out, you know, it's always hard to predict a year out, but do you see the House and Senate both going Republican? I think the House is definitely going. I mean, literally, they need five seats. You're going to get two free ones in Texas. Right. I think it's the 15th and the 30-something that got added. So those are gimmies. I think there's probably two pickups in Florida. Yep, especially with redistricting. Yeah. Yep. And then there's a couple others that I think we're waiting to see who the final candidates are, but I feel very good. Matt Mowers in New Hampshire won is yep. a great candidate. That's a district that'll be a flip. And again, it's Democrat seats that Republicans will bring home. I think the question is how big. Look, the reality is post-2009 redistricting, I think that you're looking maybe at 25 seats. There's just not the margins that there used to be. That's right. The Senate is a different case because there are more Republicans in cycle. Yeah, Remember, they the got Senate more territory to third. defend, right? Yeah. Right. And you think about it. So Ohio, you have to defend that. Pennsylvania, you have to defend that. So your pickup opportunities, Vermont, Wisconsin, you'll have to defend that. Vermont, which Leahy has retired from, I don't see Republicans having a real viable candidate. Who knows? It's early. New Hampshire, Chris Sununu just passed. That's an opportunity. I'm very high on Nevada. Adam Laxalt, the former attorney general, is running against Mastro Cortez. Mastro Cortez, I think that's an excellent opportunity for a pickup. And so there are... There are a couple opportunities for Republicans to pick up seats, but they've got more territory to defend. Yeah, that is a tricky part. And it's an important thing to remind folks, even with all the enthusiasm, sometimes just the math and the way the seats are up can can change things. Last, I want to ask the last question, because I think your book leaves me with a couple of very clear messages. If you want to solve the, the quagmire that America is in, there seems to be two things. If you're a political leader, you must resist now what the Biden and Democrats are doing. And then if you're a consumer in the news and information space, vote on different places, right? If you're upset with Twitter, go to someplace else, Getter or Donald Trump's Truth or yep. wherever. It seems like those are the two strategies you're recommending. Did I miss anything? Is there, what would you tell the people who want to save this country? What's your mission for the next year? The mission is get involved. And and one of the tactics is what you're talking about, which is, look, right now, you think about it, you took up just the news and it exploded. I, you know, I joined Newsmax and it exploded. Yep. People, I, I did a, a podcast the other day with a guy who now gets four or 500,000 people a night, a night on a YouTube Amazing. channel. That doesn't, even, that doesn't even include Rumble and all the other social It's going to be surpassing does. CNN pretty soon. It is, but that's <laughs> my point is that if you, like, there's no excuse anymore. Um, yes, there, because you can go on Rumble. If you don't like YouTube, you can go on Getter or, or uh, Parler or Truth Social. There's opportunities now to get involved and to get your word. And, and, and it may take, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but suddenly you go from 10 followers or viewers to 100 to 1,000 to 10,000. But that's what it takes. That's how a grassroots movement starts. And yeah. I think that with the proliferation of additional sites, and when you go to Apple Podcasts, and you know this, I mean, you go down, you start looking at them, they're all conservative. Yep. They, they're, they're all they're, the trending yearning. Yep. There's a yearning for the right and we can fill that void and give people a place to go and it's happening so as you get ready for thanksgiving and christmas go read radical nation understand that chapter 20 that you're referring to 
is a list of those tactics that we can get involved with. Yeah, such an important thing. Sean, one thing that you've done is you've always led by example. You've always been a servant to your country, whether it was on the podium in the military, now on, on the big media stage, helping us understand and make sense of Washington. You have always been a great public servant, and we are so grateful for that. And folks, the book, Radical Nation, is a must read. If you really want to figure out what the Democrats can are doing right now, and what Republicans can do to make a difference. This book is the must-read of the of the fall. You've got to get it, get it as a Christmas gift. Uh, Sean, what's the best way for people to stay in touch with what you're doing and also to get your book? So if you want to get the book, you can go to the Amazon or Costco or wherever, but you can also go to Newsmax.com slash 23. That'll just take you to a site to buy it right away. SeanFleiser.com has it all, and obviously we're on every night on Newsmax at 6 p.m. The beautiful part about Newsmax is if you're out there and you're a cable cutter, you can go to NewsmaxTV.com, watch for free or YouTube or wherever. And it's literally, there's no subscription required. Isn't that great? So easy. Uh, and this one of the things that I think where you're seeing conservatives win is in the cable cutting space right now. Lots of progress there. People are voting with their eyes. And uh, your show is such a remarkable success story. I mean, 18 months in, you're beating some of the CNN shows. That is unheard yep. of. So congratulations on the book, on the show. And I can't wait to get you back on soon, Sean. All right, man. Thanks for all your help, John. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You as well. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up with a few headlines. We'll be right back. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back, folks. It is time to head into that weekend. You bet. We've had a long, hard week. We've covered a lot of news, whether it's the passage of the Build Back Better social legislation that Joe Biden, the Democrats, wanted in the House, or the amazing discoveries of election irregularities around the country, new ones, including the Iranian one we had this morning on our headlines. It's been a busy week. We've earned the right to go throw some of those Omaha steaks on the grill, maybe throw some of that wild Alaskan seafood on the grill and head into the holiday week next week. Yes, if you haven't remembered, it's Thanksgiving next week. We're going to have a full slate of shows. Not going to let you down, but it's time for a little family, maybe a, a glass of wine or a good root beer, uh, whatever gets you started on your weekend. It is time. So with no further ado, thank you for reading Just the News. Thank you for listening to John Solomon Reports. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. You know them all. Let's head into the weekend and may God bless you and may God bless this extraordinary country, the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. 
you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.